how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Um, thank you for jumping on a, a webinar with me. Um, oh, where are you right now? Um, I'm in my office in my dance studio in Canberra. Yeah, cool. And just started the day, ready to do some admin and some dance later. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. So in your dance studio, what is your dance studio? What do you do? So I run Substance Dance Studio, which is a Latin Brazilian, it's, I, would more, I would say it's a cultural hub now for dance. Um, and we teach adults, predominantly adults. So um, beginners right up to professional levels. So we do a lot of coaching um, for Australian Latin Dance Championships. We saw street Latin and very, very authentic styles. So they've yeah. all got rich history behind them. Um, and... Yeah, I run that and I also run a little bit of an agency, so like a, a talent agency. So um, the dancers here that want to actually get corporate work, I actually source that work and, yeah, create an opportunity for them to do what they love and get paid for it. So Yeah, yeah. When you, when you say corporate work, what does that mean? So is it outsourcing? dancers that have come and either studied with you, danced with you, done work with you, and then you just source that talent and then send them where? Who, who would you send them to? So a lot of our clients, I work with a lot of event managers and, yeah, basically anything really, anyone running an event or actually we've been doing some really unique stuff in corporate workplaces about body language and confidence and I've actually been teaching some cultural stuff and bringing that into workplaces for different reasons, not, you know, for their, their speeches or presentations or whatever so that's been interesting but yeah. a lot of a lot of it is um yeah hotels so we work with qt hotel and just workplace for their christmas parties or um birthdays or family events or festivals like we do a lot of uh, we just did family and participation community day here in canberra so yeah, it's it's really yeah big corporate clients um, that want to add dancing into their events in some way. So yeah. when when did you start Substance? Like when did that concept or idea come to you? So I started seven years ago. I've been a dancer my entire life and I actually never wanted to own a dance studio. Really? It just so happens that my passion ignited a lot of passion around me and the right people were attracted to me. And I, I actually am so blessed that I never had to go and search for instructors. They came to me and said, I love what you do. I love what you're about and your energy and I want to work for you. And then it just so happens that it grew from there. I had one, then I had two, then I had ten, and we just decided to create this hub, hub for dancing for adults, and predominantly for adults who don't think that they could dance or had no idea that dancing is just another skill that they can learn that adds and enriches so much to someone's life. So... It's really not just about the movement. It's about um, self-confidence mm. and meeting people, changing yourself 
self image. Um, and a lot of these cultural dance styles actually do that for people. So yeah. they're in, within their history, especially Brazilian culture, there's this huge, huge thing about beautifying women and accepting yourself for, the, for who you are, your shape. Yeah, it's, it's quite beautiful, actually. So, yeah, I think the idea, idea just sprung from so many different people wanting to come on board and me wanting to share it as a daily thing. Every day is something I wanted to do every day and yeah. not get caught up in what I thought I should be doing because society tells me to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you mentioned something just then that just uh, made me think a little. You know, when we when we think about dance or women in general, I suppose when it, when it applies to women, there's obviously a lot of self-image, self-projection, self-issues, if we're going to call them that. But when it, when it comes to confidence and when it comes to, I suppose, society expecting um, women to be, I suppose, look or behave or portray, uh, be portrayed yeah. in a certain way, would you say that that would be a core issue for most people that um, might stop them from wanting to take that step from being a non-dancer to a dancer and if so, yeah so obviously that that would be quite common right because I mean it's quite global it's a global issue um yeah. how would you say with your work and with what you do how do you overcome those challenges like with women how do you coach them to be able to feel I suppose comfortable within their own skin and comfortable within themselves to, mm. so they can develop that confidence to say yes do you know what I can do this regardless of how I see myself physically how society might, um, you know, put me in a box or see myself physically or what, whatnot, you know, in relation to those image issues. How would you help people overcome those? It's, for me, well, there's a couple of different ways I do it, but it's, dancing is actually so much more than the image that we think of when we think of dancers and a dancer's body. We just have this thing that we automatically think of. And dancing is actually so much more than that. We ha you have to go within to find things that you love about yourself and bring that to the surface, especially competition with people compete. Yeah. I actually have to have conversations with them and go right within them to find out what it is that they love about themselves other than their image. So whether it's their confidence at work or their personality or yeah. that they're a truthful person or um, and we actually bring that into into the dance and combine it with the cultural stories of whatever dance style they're in. So I teach a lot of Afro-Brazilian dance and Afro within that there's so much culture and there's so many stories and history, a little bit like Ab Aboriginal would be or, um, yeah, there's huge amount of history within it yeah. and there's always a story that matches strength or matches the trait that the woman loves about herself mm. and then there's someone who who actually has a dance or who actually shared um, their strengths or, or their honesty or their loyalty through dance um, in these beautiful cultures. So in Brazilian culture, in Aboriginal culture, there's actually stories dating back. So it's a beautiful way to be able to pull out of someone something that they love about themselves other than their image. And yeah. usually when you're building that kind of belief in yourself in that way, 
you end up thinking, oh, hey, I don't look that bad or, you know, you start feeling better and getting more self-confidence about yourself because of the dancing and because of the stories behind it. So it's actually so much. Dance is the top layer. Like, it's there's so much underneath it. Like, there's so much more to learn about dancing, especially cultural dancing than what people think. Yeah. So I actually use it as a bit of a tool for self-confidence. Yeah, that's cool. Because it's, mm. it's almost like with, with what you do, the dance itself, like you said, is just a tool and it really is just the tip of the iceberg, really. Yes. Like it's just a mechanism to achieve so much more of what you can do with an individual or a group of individuals. So true. Movement is life. Like there's so much more about moving your body and, and being aware of your body than what people think. It, that's, that's what changes people's lives, getting that awareness of their body and their capabilities in that way. Yeah. And, and achieving goals within dance that they didn't actually think they could do and then they take those traits into their workplace or, you know, that confidence flows through to other parts of their lives, which is yeah. what I love most about teaching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are some of the projects and things that you've achieved over the last seven years? Where have you been? What have you seen? Okay, so uh, I've seen so seen and learnt so much. Mm-hmm. I've travelled all around Australia judging and competing myself in Australian Latin Dance Championships and have been invited to teach at festivals. And so I've become a really big part of the Latin Dance community in Australia. And I'm also just starting to become a part of the community that brings people across from Brazil um, to teach dancing. So it's actually quite hard to get the Brazilians across here, like visas and everything is really hard. So, But they have so much knowledge that we we need in the dance world over here. So I'm working on that at the moment. But I also went to Brazil last year and actually performed in Carnival and learnt from some of the best dancers there, studied with some of the best dancers. And that was a life-changing event. Like, it's, they're just, there's so much beauty in their culture and it's all about confidence. And it's actually quite a sad place, but the people there are so enriched by dance and it's changed their lives it's given them so much so it was a really big learning experience for me and I recently was given an award for outstanding contribution to the Canberra Latin dance scene which was really really great to achieve because it's I feel like I've just been doing what I love for the last couple of years and to be acknowledged for that was a really special thing to me now I'm starting to use dance as a bit of a tool for mental health Mm. so I did some work with Lifeline and did some courses with them yeah I was actually going to go and do some work with them but um, I'm going to hold off on that so yeah I'm actually going to start to bring that into my own workplace a little bit there's so many people that that really need to get in tune with themselves and we're going to use dancing and culture to do that to help bring that out so yeah heaps there's been so much yeah 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 awesome congratulations on the award too by the way that's a beautiful achievement Mm. um would you say that you guys will you know substance kind of dominates what you do there in canberra in that region yeah, I would say we're, well, I definitely know we're one of, if not the biggest dance school here, um, yeah. probably because we have the biggest studio and I have a huge staff base, but 
I would say we dominate it in the way that we're so unique and we really do teach the culture more than other schools do. There's a surface, yeah, there's a surface level of dancing, which I feel like most studios can offer. And we just offer so much more than that. And that's where substance and our motto, which is more than moves, came from because it's just so much more than moves. And, um, yeah, the, the right people kind of gravitate here, mm. like the people that just want to do dancing for the costume or, you know, for their image or whatever, they mm. seem to gravitate to other schools. Mm. And, yeah, the right people gravitate to us for the right reasons. And it's just really grown, I think, because more people can relate to what we teach rather than just jumping into a costume. Yeah. Um, it's a small amount of people that can that want to do that. There's actually more that want to get more out of it. So, mm. yeah, we, we offer that. We, yeah, we dominate in that way, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what would you say are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned in business over your journey with Substance? I actually, I'm actually thinking about running this event because it um, relates to this question so much mm. called The Truth About Success. Mm. And it's a couple of successful business owners in all different areas, gyms and photographers and things like that, who, who will give a real spin on what owning a business is like because when you first start a business, you, everyone you look to says, yes, follow your dreams, amazing, this is going to be the greatest thing. And you really learn that after you start. So in the beginning, persistence is the key because you are going to feel like you want to give up a lot. There's a lot of different financial walls, I guess, and the journey itself is always rewarding because you're doing what you love, but it can be tough. Mm. It's not a smooth journey. Yeah. Um, and looking back at it now, I wish I had known that then because yeah. everyone in the beginning told me, oh, you it's going to be the greatest ever. <laughs> and it is the greatest ever now. Yeah. It's the greatest ever now. Mm. But that's the Yeah. 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 It's, it's really tough. So persistence and loving what you do you've got to you've got to love what you do um i in business also for me like one of the biggest things is honesty without being rude and without being you know you don't have to you don't have to really break someone down when you're honest with them um you can really honesty is the best way to get people to work with you and understand you and build good foundations underneath your business you need help you need people who are going to support you and yeah they're gonna they're gonna be there for you when you don't when it's not such such a great day and you have to be honest and you have to be honest about that and honest with them about what you really truly want. People will get, try and give you advice and you just have to be honest with yourself, what you want in business, not what everyone else thinks is the best in business. I actually did everything backwards. I didn't write a business plan. I just was super passionate for years and years and years and years and kept being passionate, passionate, passionate. 
then I started reading books and then I started saying, hey, I think I need a foundation underneath me because I can't do this by myself. Yeah. So it's literally about being honest with yourself and um, realising that it's not, yeah, it's not necessarily going to be a perfect journey, but it's worth it, 100% worth it. Yeah, yeah. And I agree um, entirely with what you say about, you know, having to love what you do and have that passion because in those moments of darkness or in those moments where you hit brick walls, where you're ready to throw in the towel and go, I don't know if I can do this or I don't know if this is even worth the stress, the energy, the late nights, you know, the, the emotional roller coaster. I believe that it is that passion that will keep you going through those darkest days. You know, every single person in business, like like you said, like it's not an easy journey and it is something that many, many, many people on many occasions think about throwing the towel in. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Mm. Yeah. Even just yesterday I thought that. <laughs> um, and here I am seven years later. So, yeah. you know, it's... it's you, you're always going to have those moments and I think just being just being persistent and remembering that you're living. This is one, you got one life and, you know, what are you going to do with it? You yeah. need to be true and honest to yourself, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what you said um, a little bit earlier as well, which is so true and I really value, you can't do it alone. That's a thing. Like the thing is, is that we need to be able to build a tight-knit circle or a community of people that we trust and that trust us, where everyone has a level of integrity because um, there are going to be times... We, no one becomes great alone, yeah? Like, yeah. you need to know when to ask for help or you need to know when to accept help yeah. as well. But at the yeah. same time, coming back to what you were saying as well, you need to be able to um, filter and take the advice that feels right for you. Because everyone's yeah. business journey or life journey, learning journey is completely different. So whatever yeah. Joe learns, you know, about whatever he figured out in the first 12 months, 18 months of his business definitely applies to his journey but may not apply to Sue and her journey, um, yes. you know, year or 18 months of her business life. So I suppose when you're surrounding yourself by, by people that are there um, willing to help you and give you advice, it's really important to keep an open mind and just take yeah. what resonates with you. Yes, a hundred percent. Because 100%. if you take on, take on everything that everyone says, then it becomes conflicting. It comes becomes confusing, and it actually robs us from figuring it out ourselves. Too. That's right. And then it's not authentic to who you are. Mm. And eventually, I think staying as as authentic to you as possible, whether it offends other people or or not, mm. it means that you're going to be able to continue to doing what to do what you want to do for a long time. Yeah. The more you're trying to be someone else or take on this advice or, you know, and holding off because you're like, oh, my God, there's so many different opinions. Mm. Just starting, just starting is the best thing that you can do. Just yeah. start and then and stay authentic to what you really wanted to do. Yeah, and which may change. Like my, my business plan changed, you know, from the, from the very beginning. I've had a number of different opinions on what I thought my business should be and that's continually changing um, but I'm always staying authentic to the roots of it yeah that I think it enriches people's lives and yeah it's it may not stay exactly how you how you planned mm -hmm. um, but that's the beauty of it that's the yeah. learning process and that's the thing too like as, as wonderful it is to be to plan and prepare we need to also be open to change 
and mm. evolution as well. Things will yep. evolve naturally in a particular way that you never even anticipated, planned for or predicted in the beginning. Yeah. You know, and I think it's just a matter of also um, having an end goal, obviously having an objective and knowing where you want to be, but also allowing yourself to be open to the fact that you're going to be taken down and taken off your original path. You're going to be yes. tempted or not, maybe not tempted, but you will be presented with different different roads, different yes. opportunities that, you, that you'll need to consider and take on board and, and say, you know what, maybe this is going to be better. Maybe doing this or taking this opportunity um, or going down that path might be better than the original plan. And sometimes yes. we always end up somewhere a lot better than where we actually originally wanted to be. Yes, very so true. So yeah. And I think um, sometimes it's actually in the beginning I was always like, oh, what if this person leaves or, you know, I've, I've built it up to this point, what if this person decides to move away, whatever. Mm. Now I actually prepare myself for change. So I'm never shocked when something changes because there's always change. People mm. are afraid of change too. Yeah. And that's what, that's what, if, you know, that's why it affects them so much mm -hmm. because, but I'm always ready for change. Mm. It doesn't mean it's any less painful or it doesn't mean it's any less stressful. Yeah. It just means that I was prepared for it to change. You know, everything changes, everyone changes, mm. especially my business is based on people so yeah. you know I can't think that it's going to stay the same forever I've been blessed that I have dancers with me who have been dancing for five years six years seven years that's amazing yeah um and my my business manager who works with me now she works underneath me um she has been for five years and she said that's the longest amount of time she's worked for anyone mm. and Doing this job is not always financially stable. You actually have to go out and get the work. So I think that's even more amazing because she's a very someone who likes to have her life very organised and, and tidy. And yeah, and she's actually just gone with it and, and grown herself because she's loving what she's doing. So yeah, she's just now she's prepared for change and prepared for whatever happens because she's living like she feels like she's doing something worthwhile and that's that's all that's what makes it worth it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Awesome. if if somebody was watching this right now sitting there contemplating and probably contemplating for such a long time about whether or not they should start their business what what advice would you give someone that's probably trapped in that mm, not sure if I can do it, not sure if it's for me, not sure if I'm worthy because I think what prevents a lot of people from taking that step to follow their passion or their dream is sometimes it's a level of or lack of self-worth or yeah. maybe I don't deserve this, maybe yeah. I can't do this, maybe who am I to do this, people yeah. think. You know, if there was someone there paralysed and sitting there trapped in that, that state of thought or state of being, what advice or what could you tell them? What would you tell? Or what would you tell young Katie, Katie from seven years ago? <laughs> um, I would say just... Person, not that you were that person, obviously, but, you know, it's that yes, stage. Yeah. Oh, I, rec I think I probably was that person. Mm -hmm. I would say just start. Mm. that's been such a motto for me just start like the other thing that I really think about all the time and I don't know where I've gotten this from I think I've gotten that from a book you might know is that people often make well people make choices out of fear or love mm -hmm. yeah mm. I love that because whenever I think of that it always makes me realize whether I'm 
not doing something because of fear or am I going to go straight for it because I love it or it's always love or fear. Mm -hmm. And fear plays the biggest part in making you freeze and having things stand still. And I would say just start. That's all you have to do. Just start. It's 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 not going to be always easy and it will be scary, but anything you have to jump out of your comfort zone to grow. Yeah. That's number 1. That's number 1 for me as well. You're not going to grow if you continue to do the same thing. And people don't realize that and they think being comfortable is what's going to help them, you know, live and I don't know, there's this weird thing in society that just makes you think that, makes yeah. us think that. Let's stay where we're comfortable. Yeah. For me, growth in my life is all about being on the other side of comfortable. Mm. Yeah, so just start, just start. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, where, where do you want Substance to be in the next five years? I would really love Substance to become a hub for people that more than just dance so i'd actually like musicians to come into it and maybe even artists i just feel like it would be a great place a hub for creativity Mm. um and i already feel like it's becoming that we've again i've been blessed with amazing people recently a brazilian guy this is so rare in Canberra, really rare Mm. um a brazilian guy came in and said hey on a sunday i want to do a brazilian music jam i'm teaching you know some other guy to play instruments and all i want to do is open the doors up have some brazilian food and play some brazilian music and that oh my god we that's a dream for us I said, absolutely, that's what it should be. It's about celebrating life through your art and your passion and your creativity. And that's where I want to see Substance go. And I think it can do that. I've always imagined a a big hub of creativity and people teaching and growing through their art or through, you know, through their passions, whether it be mental health or whether it be... You know, anything other than dance. It doesn't have to be dance. It just needs to be a hub for people to express themselves and not be not be afraid of it and not be restricted or feel confined to doing the norm every day. That's, Canberra is actually really bad for that. Like in, yeah. in terms of mentality, I'm sure you know that. It's just people just really get stuck in doing what they think they have to do. And that's, yeah. I, I want to create a, a place that breaks the pains of that. Yes. And it already does. People walk in here and they're like, oh, my God, the atmosphere in here is amazing. People love the energy. Um, and, you know, I've got cards, gift cards all over my office that say, you know, just reading them, people are like, you know, the the passion that you guys have for dance has actually changed my life. The knowledge of this dance has rubbed off in, in other areas of my life. I see things for, with more beauty than I did before. It brings sunshine to my world because I, it doesn't always feel like that here in Canberra. And yeah, I just want the, I just want it to continue to grow in that way. Yeah, awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love what you do. I've always loved what you do. I think it's a beautiful and wonderful thing. If if there are people in the area, in the Canberra area, or even not even in Canberra, because you know, I'm sure you'll network, you network internationally and nationally, anyways. But if anyone wants to, I suppose, learn more about what you do or be a part of what you do, um, whether it be a student or even like joint venture, business partner, artists, if they want to find you, how can they find you? 
Um, they can go to our website, which is substance, S-U-B-S-D-A-N-C-E.com.au. And you can see all the info and all the different websites, the Brazilian cultural web websites um, on that website and you can contact us through there and we can go from there. Yeah, awesome. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. No totally, totally love your work. We'll talk soon. Okay, cool. Thank you. Bye. Bye.